Welcome to Woody Online. Thank you for tuning in to one of our pre-recorded services. Our community is based in Cardiff and we meet every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. If you're ever in the area, we'd love to see you there. We hope you enjoy this week's message and that it inspires and blesses you. Hello and welcome to Woodville Baptist Church. My name is Josh and I'm the pastor here. Normally, uh, you'd be pleased to know that I don't wear this hat on a Sunday morning when I'm preaching. But I thought, I just want to get into the whole Christmas spirit. Why not? So, a very warm welcome. I hope that this uh, this sermon that I prepared for you would be a blessing and speak to you as it spoke to me too. Let's just pray as we start. Father, we want to thank you so much for this time. Time of celebration, time of excitement, time of anticipation, time of waiting. Waiting for the arrival of your son. And we pray, Lord, that as as we spend time together in your word, I pray may you speak to us. May we have listening ears and open hearts. And may your name be glorified, Lord. I pray for each one of us who joined here today. May this be a blessing. May this be a challenge. And Lord, I pray for our Christmas period that um, it'll be a blessed time for all of us as we celebrate together. So we ask this in your holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. So like I said to you earlier, I don't normally wear this hat. Uh, To be honest, when I took it a few minutes ago, I was very quickly told that there's lots of red bits that that are now on my hair. So um, I look forward to getting all of that out in time for our Sunday service. Um, But if you do see me with red bits in my hair, then you know that I've failed miserably on that. So apologies for that. Uh, I hope that'll bring some sort of joy and uh, laughter in your daily life. Um, But anyways, today's uh, passage is from Matthew chapter 1 and it's verses 18 to 25. So I'm just going to read it very quickly for us. And it says, this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus. Because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Here we see when God moved in time to send his son, Jesus, into the world. God chose a perfect vessel 
um, in a lady called Mary, a virgin lady called Mary. Of course, uh, since the birth of Jesus was to be a virgin birth, there would be no need um, for a human male uh, to, or to be the father of the child. However, because Jesus was coming into this world as a helpless infant, and since God was sending his son into this world to live in poverty and not splendor, there would be a great need for someone to provide the needs of this child. Therefore, God chose the man Joseph to be the earthly caretaker of his heavenly son. And it would appear from the passage that we read that Joseph was no ordinary man. From our text, it's clear to see that Joseph was a man of compassion, of integrity, of decency, and of love. He was, uh, he was a man who honored God's will in his life and was totally and totally committed to doing God's will. He was a humble man who was more concerned about what God wanted out of his life than what he himself wanted. He was a humble man. He was a humble man who was chosen for a heavenly mission. Now, as I read this passage, I see a man who possesses certain um, characteristics that mark him as a special man. He was a kind man that we all should strive to be. I'm sure the Lord will not call me or you to go through what Joseph went through. However, I'm also sure that God wants to use your life and my life for his glory, just as he used Joseph. What a true portrait of, um, of harsh reality of life. We sometimes make our own plans. We sometimes make our own um, things that we want to line up and we want to make sure that it's happening in sequence. Then something happens and we see all our hopes, our plans and our dreams crashing down. And when we see these things happen, my friends, it breaks our heart because it isn't what we wanted, it isn't what we planned, it isn't what we had thought about. And we sometimes even say as far as saying, that's the worst thing that could ever happen. Just like Joseph, we also are blind to the fact that God is working behind the scenes. God has a plan. Many men would have walked away from this situation. Walked away from the Lord, walked away from Mary at that moment, but not Joseph. As soon as he awoke, he rose and we read, he carried out the command of the Lord. There is no doubt that people talked about this young couple. Um, they are being, they had been unable and unwilling to wait. At this moment in Joseph's life, he was not interested in what the community uh, thought about him. He simply wanted to carry out the will of the Lord in his life. In spite of the questions, in spite of his fears and his concerns, Joseph sets out in faith to obey the Lord. What a testimony. Where are you in that journey today? 
Are you setting out with the Lord? Are you holding back to your new, onto your own plans? Even when he took Mary into his room, we can see the love that he had for God to lead his family. We see him when he took Mary into his room, he refrained himself from any physical contact with her. He obeyed the Lord and, and preserved her virginity until after Jesus had been born. Here he is willing, he is willing to bear the shame and reproach leveled at him from the community. He's also willing to pl place his own desires, his own needs on the back burner. And he wants to do nothing but follow the perfect will of God. And through this, he was showing love for God and his family. Joseph earned the repetition or enjoyed the repetition of being a just man, an upright man. In accepting Mary as his wife, he was opening the doors for all those around him to, to accuse him. Accuse not only him, but also accuse him and Mary of having less, very little self-control. People would be forever whispering about how Joseph and Mary appeared to be that perfect couple. But they had shamed their families and themselves. Added to this, there wouldn't have been a public wedding. For couples like Joseph and Mary, they had to forego any type of that celebration and find a priest who would marry them privately. All of this, my friends, took place because Joseph was open to the leading of the Lord. When the child was born, Joseph took the next step of faith and named the child Jesus, just as he had been commanded by the angel Gabriel. As, as far as we know, Joseph never faltered as he perfectly carried out the commands of God in his life. He did what the Lord told him to do. He was obedient to the Lord. He had to let his whole life get turned upside down as he was being obedient to God. And trust me, by being obedient to God and following that direction, his life would never be the same. But he was allowing that, he was allowing that, that his life would never be the same, would be turned around because he wanted to grow closer to God, closer to Mary and to Jesus. The Bible tells us that Joseph and his family were on the move a great deal for few first few years of their marriage. They first moved to Bethlehem, where they stayed for around two years, then they moved to Egypt, where they stayed for a few more years, and then finally they moved back to Nazareth and settled down. And for the period of time, Joseph found himself as a wanted man by King Herod. Now just picture this, if you're watching like um, a sporting event, uh, a sporting event like a long bike ra race or uh, even Formula One, if you watch it, uh, even if you're watching a, a march, people marching by, and if, if you're standing between two buildings, 
Or if you're standing on, or if you're sitting in a stand, like you can only see one part of that track or one part of that race happening. What could you do in, in order to enable you to see a bigger perspective? You know, enable you to see a bit more. Like if you're watching it, um, you could watch it on screens that sometimes are around. That can give you a bit more perspective of where the races are. Or if you're watching some uh, people parading or doing something like that, you could go um, on the top of the building, if you're allowed, and, and see the whole procession happening there. Because when you go on top and when you see that thing happening in full, you'll be able to see the full perspective. You, you'll be able to see the event happening in its entirety. You'll be able to hopefully see the beginning, the middle and the end at the same time. So you would find yourself in, in, in a place where there are no surprises. That's the way we see life, isn't it? All we see is, is, we really see only a small part of it. We don't know what's coming next. We see what's happening behind, before our eyes in the present. We have a blurred memory of, what's ha memory of what's happened in the past. And we don't have any idea what's coming next. Friends, however, our God who sits on the throne can see the entirety of what's happening next, what's going on, what's happening currently. He can see the entirety. He knows the end from the beginning because he has planned it all the way through. So what I want to say to you is God has a plan for you and your life. I wish, I wish we could have watched um, this guy Joseph receiving after receiving this dream. Probably seen all his frustration, all of his um, misunderstanding, all of this confusion suddenly being wiped away. And I wish we had that on video um, of Joseph going to see Mary after the dream. I can just imagine him holding her hand and just kneeling down in humility and awe because he, because he now wondered and he realized what was happening. How he was there with this woman who's gonna be giving birth to this Messiah, this long-awaited Messiah. And I love the way that the Holy Spirit shows us how gently he works with us humans. To help both Mary and Joseph, the Holy Spirit told each of them what to name the baby. That way, when they shared the news with each other, it was more, one more sign that they both had heard from the Lord. It was more than just a sign of God that God had. It was more that this is the right path for us to go into. And that he was pleased with both of them. Friends, the best thing that we can do and the best thing that we could do is to simply trust him. And ask him to bring the best into our lives. So sometimes even when our dreams are shattered, even when our hopes are dashed to pieces, by these rocks of, of reality. We need to trust in our Father. We need to trust in God who is in control and he will take care of his children. 
despite what you think of what you may think in times when things are going wrong. Friends, God knows it all. And he seeks us and he wants us to go to him daily in prayer. So I don't know where your heart is or where your need is. But I know that God can help you in that. I believe that this this question, this Christmas Eve, is, is not whether of, or, or not God wants to speak to us. The question is, and this is my question to all of you as I finish, is will you be open to receive and hear God's message and his plan for your life? May God bless you and I wish you a very happy Christmas. Let me pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that we can read and understand of how things happened, but also we can see and realize how you've had things all planned, part of your plan. Lord, we thank you that we can read about Joseph, this man who followed what you had in place. He was obedient to your will and your plan. I pray, Lord, may we become those people who are obedient to your plan. May we have open hearts to hear and to listen and to then actually exercise and put in action what you are asking us to do. So, Lord, I pray that this Christmas time we'll remember that Christmas isn't Christmas without Jesus Christ. And if we take Christ out of Christmas, we are ended up with a mess. I pray that in all of our celebrations, help us to remember why we are celebrating. Help us to remember and thank you for coming into this world to give us hope that we can have in you. Because as we read in your word, Lord Jesus, you came into this world, you lived, you healed, you, you did amazing miracles, and then you gave your life as a sacrifice for each one of us on the cross. And we are joyful and joyful because you rose from the dead, you defeated death, and you're now with us. As you sit in heaven, you look down upon us as your children. And Lord, I pray may you be pleased to see what you see in us. And Lord, if there are things in our life that we need to be changing, I pray that in this Christmas time, may we reflect on it and may we put into action what needs to be done. So help us to be those people who would be open to, to following your plan for our lives. So we ask this in your holy and precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen. So very happy Christmas to all of you again. And um, if, you, if you're visiting us at Woody, then please come and uh, be part of our service on Sunday morning uh, at 10 o'clock. It'd be lovely to see you there. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to Woody Online. We hope this week's message has inspired and blessed you. If you're ever in Cardiff, we'd love to see you at one of our Sunday services at 10.30 a.m.
Don't forget to check the show notes below for our contact details. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to tune in again next week for more inspiring content. We look forward to connecting with you soon.